0: Somebody said they thought the auto quality was better last episode.
1: No, they said that they thought I sounded better, which I did. That is undeniable. howdy it's thursday july 12th 2018 and this is episode 75 of do for a win the atlantic city and casino biz podcast i'm kyle askin joined as always by craig stone what's good craig i wanted to have some sort of special thing for 75 and meaning of 75
0: but then i just forgot to look it up so 75 kind of a round number yeah it's three green chips three
1: green chips yeah indeed that's not bad three yellow chips and three red chips
0: Sure, for the rare yellow chips.
1: Yeah, everyone loves the yellow chips, man. I do. Yeah, yeah we got to get back to Borg and play with some yellow chips. Yeah, do you think we'll make it to Borg next trip? Two-night I trip. doubt it. Yeah, I still doubt well, it, Well, right? So your brother is staying there, right? Correct. That certainly makes it more likely. Yeah, I mean, we could do something like, you know... If he to, wasn't, I would back say we Bay would not. Something, and then go if, to Borg. If Paul was not coming, I would say we would absolutely not be going to the marina
0: correct too much to do on the boardwalk yeah I'm not even going south of resorts on the boardwalk that's what
1: I think you think so?
0: <laughs> no, there's no way I'm, I'm staying at Bally's one night <laughs> well, one well I of us, thought you were going to
1: change things up and I was going to be staying at Bally's
0: we need to figure out hotels we way. should probably do that yes for those who don't know we're going to Atlantic City August 2nd in to the 4th three,
1: three weeks from today we will be in Atlantic City
0: yes awesome
1: It's going to be good. Do you know when you're coming down? Are you coming down in the morning or are you going to go to work like a lame person?
0: I'm not going to work, no. Uh, So you'll be there in the morning? It's unclear if I... I'm assuming I'm going to have to take the bus, so it probably will still end up being like one
1: or two by the time I get there. What a pain in the ass. Well, as far as I know, I don't have to take any lame people this time who run late, which by the way, the last trip, the lame person who was running late was you, so... Yeah, I was like 15 minutes late.
0: I take, take no blame. That's basically on time.
1: <laughs> Everyone else was ready to go. Everybody oh. else being me and Andy. Correct. But, uh, yeah, Atlantic City in three weeks. Uh, looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I'm excited that it's... I should have some lead-up where I'm not just, like, traveling all over the place going nuts before we go to AC. So I'll actually have some time to really, like, revel in the excitement of the the build-up. But a revel in it yeah yeah i'm gonna hard rock in it um <laughs> and that'll be cool although i say that but you know when you have two kids it's just there's no you know downtime to think about things like that no i guess at work yeah it's spend my work days dreaming of atlantic city which is really the most productive use of my time i think
1: right I mean, I don't know what else there is to work on other than planning your Atlantic City trip. All right, so I, I think we can kind of dive into this, uh, I guess. We were supposed to do this episode earlier in the week, and then a bunch of things came up, like always. But uh, luckily, one of the advantages of holding back is we got the June data released today. And just to give a very high-level overview of it... Uh, The numbers were, the month as a whole was up about 10 million over last year, June of 17. And Hard Rock came in at about a little over 4 million in the three and a half days it was open, or four and a half, I guess, if you count the soft open. And Ocean was a little over 3 million during that same time. Uh, The other casinos, the big movers were. TROP was up uh, right around 8%, Golden Nugget was up just about 14 and the big losers were Harrah's dropping 6%, and Bally's dropping 3.5% from last year. I'd say the other casinos were just about even. Uh, do you want to break the numbers down a little more, Craig? Uh, sort of the big winner was Borg with $60 million.
0: Uh, as happens, Borg tends to win $60.8 more than twice uh, or not uh, just no, under not, under not double Tropicana, thirty point six. I was thinking Harris was in second, but they weren't. Harris was just behind them in third. But yeah, good to see the increase, and not just the increase, but you know, Hard Rock and Ocean brought in seven point one million dollars, and that is less than the difference. So the the seven casinos that were open in June two thousand seventeen. We're still up by a few million dollars, so it's not just that you know the the added casino revenue.
1: It, it must be said, though. Uh, so right, we had two extra casinos over last year, and we had sports betting at least in yeah. two properties. Uh, sports betting was what just about one point two million total, with one million of that being at Borg, right? And,
0: and, and in in seventeen days at Borg, they got nine hundred eighty <clears throat> seven thousand dollars and then uh 192.6 thousand dollars in three days at ocean which you know that seems pretty good do you have any thoughts
1: about the sports betting numbers yeah so it was a little it was over half the month it was at borg right and it was it was like three percent of their revenue or something so that's coming right in what vegas does correct yeah, so it was so it was one point six percent of their total revenue, but like you said, only half
0: the month. So, you know, if you extrapolate that out, you figure probably around three percent. Um which I think is actually maybe even a little higher than what Vegas does. Uh Dr. David G. Schwartz, friend of the show, tweeted out that uh it was interesting that Borgata was basically up I think like nine hundred and eighty-nine thousand dollars from Year over year from from June 2017, and they made 987 thousand dollars in gambling revenue. So the difference was like plus or you know three thousand three thousand dollars. So very very close. If you just take out the gambling revenue, um, you know of course we talked about last episode. Like, you know, you can't one single month, like luck is a big factor. So it's not as easy as saying like, there's, there's going to be that consistency because there's just never going to be that consistency, but, uh, kind of a funny and interesting thing to point out. I think just anecdotally, it's an interesting thing that it was so close to being the difference between their June, 2017 and their June, 2018, um, 6.4% though for ocean for their three days. And that's pretty good. Like it's, and I wonder, you know, part of that is probably that it's like right at the center bar, like that's the main casino bar. So if you're hanging out at the bar, maybe you're like, "Hey, look, there's sports book. I'll go put, you know, twenty bucks on a game or something." So uh,
1: I, I don't, I don't. Uh, just to push back about that ocean thing, I bet a lot of the board betting came in right at the beginning too. I would think it's awesome. a lot of futures bets and stuff that people just make and then sit on. Oh yeah, that's a good thing. You're only going to make once anyway. That's true.
0: That's an interesting point. Um, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, if you're going, like, I place the world. If Series I'm going to bet, yeah, if Cup I'm going to make a
1: bet on the Super Bowl or something, you just do it now and then. That's your bet for the next nine months.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, I mean, what do you think about the sports betting numbers? Good, bad, indifferent?
1: Yeah, I think they're pretty indifferent. I don't think they were anything special. I do have to say, though, that the thing that makes this a bit disappointing, even though we were up ten million dollars from. 2017 was that 2017 or 2018 June 2018 was a five Saturday month and oh. June 2017 was not so yeah. i think that makes a big difference so i think the numbers are actually still kind of bad
0: yeah i mean it uh, it did like the quarter as a whole did rally a little bit to only being down 0.7% cuz at the start you know april Actually, April wasn't so bad. May was... Yeah, April was, was up a little bit. Was really May bad. was way down. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, the first quarter was down, what, 7% or eight eight 8.26%. So, like, getting back to a point where you're, you know, within a percent of the quarterly revenue, you know, that's a big enough stretch of time where, you know, all those
1: Saturdays and everything should reasonably even out. But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And q three'll definitely q three twenty eighteen will beat q three 2017 it's my lock of the week uh, I mean should we talk about that a little bit do you have anything
0: else I mean we talked about the new guys well let's first let's talk about our expectation I mean we talked about you know potentially as much as sixty million dollars for hard rock and I think we what did we say twenty six or something for ocean like Seeing four million dollars in three and a half days for Hard Rock and three million dollars in three and a half days for for Ocean, you know that wouldn't get Hard Rock anywhere close, and probably wouldn't get Ocean there either. But what do you think? Do you, do you change your adjust? Do you adjust your expectations? Do you think there's extenuating things?
1: Yeah, I suspect at least Hard Rock's going to come in a bit short of the sixty million I was guessing. I, I still think fifty's doable. Um. But I don't know it just it, it does depend. I mean we don't know what it was like on Friday and Saturday in there, but it was it seemed like they could not have more people in there on Thursday so
0: yeah, I'm really shocked I think that four million me, over three days
1: is a little disappointing for compared to what I was expecting
0: yeah, I'm pretty surprised because I you know that's what 1.3 million dollars a day basically right and, and it, I mean it's it's gonna be it would be 40 million over a month right And and that's assuming that weekdays equal the Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. right? And and the Thursday was an opening, right? And it was packed. So, you know, the fact that it was so crowded and this is still the gambling revenue they got is kind of surprising. Um, But, you know, I expect that also a huge percentage of the people that were there were there to check it out um, or to get a card, apparently, uh, and to get their free play. And, you know, who knows? Maybe that scares off some of the the real gamblers who are going, I mean, you certainly didn't play there and
1: I didn't play at hard rock. No, uh,
0: you know, I would say you're sort of the base level of what you'd call a real gambler. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it, it'll be interesting. July is really going to be telling, but I, I am a little scared just because of how crowded it was. Like I thought the number could be something really crazy for this first three days. And like four is not, Crazy and not even particularly good. I don't think three million for Ocean. I actually thought was pretty good. <laughs> like I thought, right. I think that's right in line with what what I would have thought. So you know, going Great. for twenty five million or something. I think that's pretty good.
1: What's what's your July guesses then for those two?
0: Oh, I'm I'm a little worried. I'm going to go all the way down to like forty five for Hard Rock. Okay, and I'm going to say like twenty.
1: I'll still say 25 for Ocean. I think those are reasonable. Um, that's right about what I would expect now as well. Uh, I think Hard Rock could be a little higher, and I think Ocean maybe could be a little lower, but I don't know. We'll wait and see. I mean, we, of course, have no idea. So Yeah, I mean, these are just educated guesses,
0: but I mean, the interesting thing for Hard Rock, we've talked about it, repeatedly is they've got this weekend entertainment calendar and so they should be able to beat the the typical weekday uh numbers that other casinos do not that we ever see a breakdown of you know monday tuesday wednesday thursday revenue but uh you know they should sort of not have those same laws and might be able to do a little bit closer to that 1.3 million dollars a day even on you know a wednesday night because they've got a lot of, t- of uh talent coming in and and drawing people right. there and and conversely i mean or not conversely but you know similarly with those acts they're also going to sh- make a lot of money on other stuff like restaurants and um you know tickets and stuff that you don't see in this gambling revenue or like hotel stays and stuff like that
1: uh uh-huh. so what what are you expecting in q3 I think just for all, like who are the winners going to be, who are the losers going to be, and just just run rundown. So in Q2, Q2 as a whole in terms of revenue, the winners, the big winners were where Golden Nugget was up about ten percent, resources was up about seven percent, and Trop was up four percent, and everyone else lost a bit. Uh, the big losers were Bally's lost around nine percent, Caesar's lost seven and a half percent, Borg lost six percent, and Harris lost just over two percent. Uh, I mean, I think
0: that's pretty much in line with what I expect to be the winners and losers. I think, um, I mean, Golden Nugget at 10% is kind of surprising. but I,
1: Yeah, I... that's that's always the thing that stands out like every month over and over again. I'm always surprised at how well Golden Nugget's doing. But I... again, it's well in a relative kind of way, I guess. I mean, they're not like really blowing the doors off compared to the other casinos other than ballets and resorts, but... They are doing much better than they were a year ago or two years ago or three years ago.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that they've just cultivated a loyal group of gamblers, and it's doing and it's doing well for them. I mean, I'm sure it's very profitable, and, and that's good, and maybe we'll also insulate them a little bit from the uh, draw of Ocean Hard Rock. Um, Caesars, I expect, will be down even more than the 7.4% they were down in— Q2. I think it's, I think it's going to be bad for Caesars just based on what we saw. I mean, obviously that's, you know, totally anecdotal evidence in one day of, of what we saw, but I could see Caesars getting really hurt. 6.4% for Borgata. I could see something similar, maybe even a little bigger from them. I think they could end up being kind of a relatively big loser like it's not it's not calling them a loser seems weird it's really like a decrease in their revenue because i think they're still going to be number one and if not number one like very very close number two behind hard rock but uh and then i, I Bally's i think is just going to get crushed i could see like a minus 10 or more for Bally's. they're not that far off of that for now already so what about you what do you think
1: well, how about this? Let me let me put this on you. You, we, me, and you can both do this here. I'll, I'll take notes.
0: Is this something we're not so to come rank, back to three months? Rank from
1: now? them in terms of Q three year over year percentage gain from one to seven. So not the rev So we're not ranking who's going to bring in the most
0: revenue because that's too easy. This is like against the spread. This is against
1: <laughs> what they did last year.
0: Right. Uh, much tougher. So am I giving? So I'm ranking. The biggest plus, and obviously Hard Rock and Ocean, not included. Yeah, Hard Rock and Ocean aren't because aren't there's part of this an NA there. Uh, I'm gonna say, see, it's so tough because like you want because like Golden Nugget was up 10 in in Q2, and they were also the biggest gainer. They were the only gainer in Q1, so I you know I don't want to say Golden Nugget, but I feel like I have to. <laughs> Just because the results say that Golden Nugget is doing the best in terms of increasing their revenue, um, so, I'm, uh, so I'll say Golden Nugget, Golden Nugget number one, just because apparently they're totally their numbers are totally unrelated to anyone else, and they're doing their own thing. I'll say number two is resorts, which again, same thing as Q two. I'm making, making very uninteresting picks.
1: Uh-huh. Are you gonna go? Are,
0: will you go in the exact same order
1: that they finished Q two?
0: That's a good question. Um, I mean, I could see TROP getting hurt. The question is, are they going to get hurt enough to be, you know, there's a six point difference between them and Harris, 6% difference between them and Harris in Q2. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think, I mean, you'd think Harris would be fairly insulated, but they have not had a good year, uh, so yeah, you know, for the gainers, I'm just gonna go in the same order: Golden Nugget,
1: exact same order. Okay.
0: No, for the ga- for the top one, for the ones that are increasing, Golden okay. Nugget, Resorts, and Trop in that order. Uh, I mean, do you want to, or should we do alternating, to... or should I just be sure?
1: No, I can, I can, I can do some. I I agree with you. I think Golden Nugget will be the big gainer, and then Resorts. Well, yeah, I think Resorts because of their location, I think yeah. there could be an argument to be made that that Trop could could end up beating the I think they'll beat their 4.1% from Q2. Yeah. I think that the next one is almost certainly still going to be Harris just like in Q2 after Trop. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Yeah, then it gets interesting.
1: I don't know, because
0: Borg, like they put up so bit, such big numbers, so you think like you know they're gonna they're gonna make money, but and they and they will, but they could make a lot of money and still have a huge percentage decrease, right? Because mm-hmm. I think they had a like a monster Q3. Yeah, they
1: maybe uh, they... no, it wasn't.
0: I mean, it was only up two point eight percent from the previous year. Right, uh, but you know, two hundred sixteen million dollars in Q3 of twenty seventeen. The next biggest was. Tropicana with $100.9 million. Like They just crushed everybody in Q3 last year. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is an interesting one, sort of figuring out who among them. So give me... I mean, do you think anybody else ends up actually increasing revenue from... No. Yeah, I don't either.
1: (laughs) I think... I even think... (sighs) I think TROP even could decrease. I don't think they will, but... Uh, So they...
0: TROP had a huge Q3 gain in 2017 so that you know they were up 13 percent yeah, 2017 true. or no that was not they but were, they were yeah, up 13 from they're up
1: 16 or 19 percent in q2 though last year yeah
0: yeah, yeah that's a good point
1: point. and they still tacked another four percent on that yeah, Trop, makes, TROP is doing very Trop well. TROP is gangbusters, man. They're they're the number one success story in Atlantic City, I think. Which should really be a note to Caesar is to
0: just do a bunch of renovations, right? Because that's basically what Trump did, and also gave away a ton of free rooms, which Caesar's kind of does. So, what do you think? The losers. Who's the the best loser? The first loser, Harris. Yeah, by far. So, so you think Harris? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's got to be here. I think they're going to do way every... better than the other three. Yes, I think the other three are all. all right. I'll gonna... put you
1: down as Harris for four as well. So, so we're, we're all right exactly him. the same right now.
0: This is where it gets interesting. So all we have left is Bally's, Borg and Trou- Borg and uh, Caesars. And Caesars.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I think all three. It's going to be a bloodbath.
0: Ten percent plus.
1: I think so. I mean, when you look at at Hard Rock and Ocean, who are they going to cannibalize from? It's going to be Borg and Caesars, right? Yeah,
0: I think they're all going to be 10 plus. I in th- So so do you do you want to pick your number 7 in this Oh, uh, who I
1: think is going to be last place?
0: Oh yeah, let's pick who do you think is going to be the biggest loser and then we'll go up from there.
1: I just don't know.
0: See, yeah, it's hard, but it's, it's Let's just make a guess, so so biggest loser not being you know you know Borg could still be number one in revenue and right, still right, right. be the biggest loser in terms of year of year uh I really want to say Borg just because there's so much money there to to lose to siphon <laughs> off right <laughs> uh, but just having seen Caesars, I was aghast. I'm still gonna say Borg, I think Borg is going to be the big loser. I think they're gonna think- get. I could see them having 10 plus million a month of their revenue going away. That would be surprising, but, you know, I could see it being bad
1: for them. Just so we have some differences, I will say Caesars as as last. So you have Caesars 7th out of 7. I have Borg. Yes. Um, I'm actually going to say, I'll say Bally's actually beats borgata and caesars in terms of relative change year over year clearly they will beat no one in actual revenue but
0: i'm gonna no i'm gonna say borg i'm gonna say bally no i'm gonna say caesars bally's borg so did i just totally go in the order i think i did i no you, no i moved borg no, you,
1: to you move borg down to the bottom but you otherwise went in order yeah
0: so you're actually saying bally's
1: yeah because I think when I look at it, it's just Hard Rock and Ocean, they're going to be taking from Caesars and Borgata, I think.
0: My reason for putting Bally's still in sixth is I think they're losing so much anyway that it doesn't take siphoning off that much mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to make them lose a big number. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. It'll be an interesting thing to look at three months from now. Um, yeah, that's fun. I mean, my brother asked sort of a similar question, which is like, "Where does the?" I guess we've lowered our expectations to more like seventy million, uh-huh. uh huh, or a little less.
1: Yeah, like forty-five and twenty-five, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. like,
0: so like, where does that come from? You know, is the pie growing by seventy million dollars? I think we both just said no. Um, but like, what does the pie have to grow to? Like, what do you think, July, twenty eighteen total, casino revenue? Grows by, I could see twenty five. Mm, I was going to go way higher. Such an optimist oh, you think? I think they could go up like forty million bucks.
1: And you think it's going to be like two ninety? Yeah, I could see like yeah
0: two eighty five, two ninety in that range, <sighs> where you know more than half of the revenue is like new revenue, uh-huh. and or not even new revenue, but like more frequent visits because people are excited about it. I don't think that that's sustainable. Like, I don't think that the percentage of hard rock and money that's increased money will continue to be that high. But I think for the first full month, it will be very high. Uh, so yeah, I could see, I could see July just being like a huge, huge gain for resort wide uh, gambling revenue. And then it settling in more in like, you know, certainly September, but even August and I don't know so you so you're thinking we'll see like in the two seventies and... yeah like
1: two seventy 270, two seventy five and so that would so with yours you're
0: thinking like you know forty to forty five million dollars,
1: yeah, like forty coming off of other casinos, I think it could be like twelve from Borg, eight from Harrah's, seven from Caesars, so that's twenty five right there, like two maybe from Trop like, another 7. So that's, like, 35, and then I don't think Resorts and Gold Nugget are going to do, go down. So, it's 35. I mean, I think that's not so far away from what I was saying.
0: Yeah. And and that's actually... I think that actually kind of splits the difference between you and I.
1: Well, well Ju- July was a uh, 5 Saturday month last year, and it's only a 4 Saturday month this year.
0: Ooh.
1: Oh, that's actually...
0: That, that kind of changes the... The calculus a little bit but um yeah interesting that's actually i mean so you'd expect everybody to kind of go down a little
1: yep uh,
0: that makes it tough yeah I, so my my 40 million new money i think is a ridiculous proposition at this point i think it's going to be more like i like i think 30 is probably where i've got to adjust to given the saturday situation
1: nope you said 40 it's done 290 is what you said written down yeah no i think
0: it's gonna be more like 275 280 which i think is right oh, what you said that's not, <laughs> come on man <laughs> what the hell it can't but i mean the, the extra. i Saturday. said 270 to 275 so yeah. we're still i think it'll be yeah but... i think it'll be a little higher
1: i think it'll be like 280 that's my right. optimism. okay all right all right I, anyway, I think that's probably enough number talk numbers talk for all of our listeners but i, I think it. i think i i the july numbers are going to be very interesting
0: yeah, it I'm a little annoyed that it's that there's the extra Saturday cuz it makes the direct, direct comparisons really hard. Cuz we really have no idea like what the percentage is like how much a Saturday moves the needle. Like I think it's significant. I yeah, I agree, but we don't know. And that I think that makes it even harder, right? I
1: mean, we had 10, $10 million extra dollars in what has been a horrific year in June, I think, partially because of the extra Saturday, partially because of the new properties, partially sure. because of sports betting. Yeah but i I think that it doesn't make gambling seem like it's going well in Atlantic City though when you think of all those three good things that happened in June and it was only up five <laughs> percent over last year, yeah, that's a good point. I mean the like, the sports betting though only two locations
0: yeah that uh, wasn't that wasn't that big of a deal yeah but only yes, seven two days new properties for
1: for a weekend and the extra Saturday
0: yeah uh should we talk about some up updates to hard rock and ocean.
1: Sure. So uh, if you've been following the news, I think we announced last episode that Ocean stopped matching uh, Hard Rock Rock royalty to black for a while once they figured out that Hard Rock was matching mm-hmm. uh, diamond uh Total Rewards Diamond and MGM Gold up to Rock Royalty. Right. And Ocean didn't want to do that. And even went as but, far as
0: to change the chart on their site, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> to no yeah, longer include Hard Rock.
1: But it's It seems like they are once again matching Hard Rock, Rock Royalty up to black. However, I think it was announced that that status is only going to be good until the end of August or September,
0: maybe? Yeah, I think September. And they've said that f- the whole time, that the mm-hmm. the status upgrade was short-term. Um,
1: right so they'll they'll reassess that and see where you're at
0: yeah so I, I wouldn't be surprised i i think they'll probably continue to do a match and maybe it'll just be like your status is good for three months or something which is basically what Trop does i think um and actually ex- and resorts also like right you have a short amount of time like 90 days or something to earn some amount of tier credits like threshold to keep your status uh but it kind of makes the tier matching, for me at least, like a little less meaningful because, like, I'm not going to be back again before the end of. Oh, uh, that's that's true. September, it means so almost like, nothing for you, right? So, well, like, can uh,
1: you book your room pa- out past that? Even if
0: I'm assuming, um, yeah, I would assume so too. Yeah, pr- pretty. Well, that just
1: means we're going to have to get our next trip onto the the books before that happens.
0: Correct. So, speaking of which, um, I was t- talking to my wife about how I still have a hundred dollar diamond celebration dinner.
1: Uh And she said that you should just take me out and
0: no, she said, don't use it on this trip. And I, (laughs) and I started to say like, well, I don't know if I'll be back. And I stopped myself because I was like, wait a minute, here's, you know, when, when November rolls around, I can be like, wait, we've still got this hundred dollar thing we have to use. And she was even like, you know what, even if I can't go, I'll let you go to on another trip to make sure you can use your hundred dollar celebration dinner. And I was in my head I was doing Kirk Gibson fist pumps as I rounded first base. I was very excited about it. So um so that's cool. Uh expect me to be back in Atlantic City before January thirty first,
1: twenty nineteen. Worst comes to worse, we can eat a hundred dollars worth of guys American grill or whatever in Baltimore.
0: That's true too. That's actually a good point. Um so <laughs> that can be your fallback plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, I was joking like I should just go by myself to Guy's Steakhouse in Atlantic City and just be like, I'll have $100 worth of trash can nachos. And they'd be like, sir, that's eight orders of trash can nachos. And i just do yeah. it. Just do it. It's like I made myself very clear about what I wanted. Uh, yeah. So rock royalty thing, uh, yeah. I mean, to me, it basically would mean like one time at whatever the – black level lounges at the ocean like that's it i mean cool that would be cool to see but there's not a whole lot of value in it for me (laughs) um
1: i'm still mad at you craig by the way for not taking me into the m4 lounge i still haven't been i've never got got that status
0: i never got that status i still don't have the status
1: just match to it we're gonna be a borg right
0: yeah i could i don't have the comp dollars to do it though Uh, i don't have the comp dollars to take you it's never gonna happen. Oh, although we know the workaround on that, I have. I there is a workaround to get those comp dollars. I forget what it is, but there's a way to do it. I've never heard that, but I'll believe you. One of our listeners gave us the the, the way to do scoop. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so I'll have to look that up.
1: And then you will ruin it for everyone by announcing it.
0: Oh, I th- I think it might even be my Vegas. It might be like the twenty five dollar slot play from my Vegas or something. Uh huh. I mean, that would be. The freest of free because I just have my Vegas points sitting there doing nothing.
1: You still playing that all the time? Never.
0: I haven't played it in like a year.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't go to Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas in just five a, years. Five if, years. I've not been if, so the people know, like seven years ago, there was nothing that Craig was talking about during the workday other than all of the tabs he had open doing My Vegas at once. Yeah, man. It was great. I racked up a bunch of points. I got
0: four tickets to Beatles love two of them for free and two of them half off actually i think andy did the two half off or something but i forget what else i got a bunch of stuff oh the hundred dollar 150 dollar free food and beverage to that shitty bar at new york new york that you probably i i did go to that yeah you probably would have preferred to have not gotten free drinks and been anywhere that bar was terrible it was really bad it was completely dead and the service sucked yes. uh Anyways, I mean, New York, you're New York at terrible. your your favorite place, New York, New York. Um, so the other thing notable about Hard Rock is that they have partnered with Bet365, which is a UK, I think UK, European at the very least, firm uh, sports book to run their sports book. Um, you've probably seen Bet365 advertising in all sorts of Premier League soccer stuff, if that's the sort of thing that you follow. Still has to be pre- uh, approved by the New Jersey Department of Gaming Enforcement, and there is no word on how quickly a book would be up and running at Hard Rock. The big hurdle to me would be that I don't know where they would put a sports book. I and
1: mean, they going have to build it out because there's no sport, so there's no space for it right now, right? Totally wrong uh, with As that. far as I know, I mean, I'm not sure where they would put it. I mean... And I'm not the most familiar with that property being that i've walked through it once basically there's certainly space for it i should not say there's no space for it there is no existing race book ready to be converted (laughs) into i will say the entire second floor was a bit there was a lot of space up there
0: uh yeah it it was definitely felt more i mean maybe it's just because of the weight for the hard rock cards but it definitely felt like there was more stuff up there just in terms of retail and restaurants and everything than Taj because used to you went up there for Taj and it was like why is there nothing here between the escalators up to the from the casino floor and the they had white, white house up there yeah, yeah but even walking to the white house you were
1: like this is a dead zone much like the old rebel i think they could put it up on the second floor i think there's some That's casinos probably where in, in vegas that do like Cosmo, I think that their sportsbook is book was randomly on the second floor. Yeah, so I think they moved it, but it
0: used to be across from Holstein's. I think it's downstairs now, but I'm not sure.
1: All right. Well, I don't know. When I made a sports bet at Cosmo, which was probably like eight years ago now, that's where it was. Yeah, it was
0: right next to the entrance to the club, uh, which is where I spent all my time, the club.
1: Yes. All right. Do we want to move on? Talk about some craps? Yeah, so. It's been widely reported, I think, on both Vegas Confessions and You Can Bet on that, that in the Ocean High Limit Room, they have 10 times odds available. But you either have to make a full odds bet to to put 10 times behind, or you can't make any odds bet at all, which I thought was pretty strange. And it sounds like no one else has really ever heard of that either. But it came out kind of after that, that all hard rock craps tables are either five times odds behind or nothing at all just like the Ocean High Limit room. So no no breakage at an Ocean High Limit or at any Hard Rock craps table, allegedly.
0: Yes, and so this is a report from... There's a Coach Kitty article on Travel Zork, uh, although her, she got her information from the inveterate gambler, uh, who is also a Travel Zork person, I think. But uh, I'm assuming this does not include the stadium craps, which they do have at Hard Rock. They have like the stadium craps, like multi-game stadium play of like there's no reason
1: to to not include to not let you bet whatever you want in stadium craps so up to whatever the max is
0: so i had never even heard of the no breakage thing until it got mentioned for ocean i that seems to be the consensus right like nobody had really heard of this as a thing yeah i don't
1: i don't think i think you can bet on that i think they said that they hadn't heard of that either
0: and yeah and they're playing craps you know more than just about anybody but right uh I mean, my first reaction to seeing this hard rock thing was like, I'm not going to play crafts at hard rock because of the way I play. I don't ever play five times odds. I usually play, I mean, maybe I'll play on the six and the eight sometimes. Well, that's enough. Uh, yes. So maybe I'll play three, four, five. If it's, if I'm either, you know, up mm-hmm. a little bit or if it's a $5 table, which there aren't going to be any $5 tables at hard rock, I'm sure. Uh, but usually I'm playing something more like half that you know, like, yeah, you
1: do like one and a half, two, two and a half or something right. like that. Um, and, and the reason right, so on a $10 bet, you do 15, 20, 25. Yeah. And the reason I do that is because it keeps the
0: winning anytime a point is hit. I know that I'm getting the same amount. Right. So it makes mm-hmm. it very straightforward to make sure that I'm getting paid out the right amount. Um, which, you know, I think I've played enough craps at this point that I could just, if, if I was always playing five times, I think I would be able to figure it out and, and not be flummoxed. But, uh, but also like five times, it's just like too rich for my blood, man. Like I'm not going to play five yeah, you're times. I go to a $10 table and play five times odds. And, and most people don't like, right. You've, you've said, you have said that to me before. Like most people do not play five times. No. odds. They're playing significantly less than five times. odds.
1: Yeah. Even, you know, when I go to a craps table, normally I'm far from the highest roller there. I'm actually usually one of the lower rollers at the craps table, but I'd say consistently I am the person making the biggest odds bets at the table it's just other people are putting a lot of money on the line or on other numbers or whatever so I mean what's what so what is the reason for this do you think why would hard rock do this
0: yeah why would or anybody why would people
1: it? put put crappy bets out <laughs> instead of paying plants yeah. of odds
0: yeah I mean that I think is a whole other conversation but like why would the casino want to do this because if you're encouraging people to make a five-times bet, you're encouraging them to bet more on the thing that is a break-even bet.
1: Yeah, unless they think that just people aren't going to take odds, which would be good for them, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, true. But I would think
0: that people who take a little bit of odds would be more likely to just say, Ooh, I don't want to do this. Like, I'm just going to go somewhere else and play craps because
1: it's not yeah, like there's maybe. no competition in AC. Or they'll be like, uh eh, instead of taking odds, I'll just bet the six and the eight. Right, which Or I'll buy the four or I'll whatever.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately I think that's Or I'll
1: make a comeback or you know. Probably what you want will to happen.
0: <laughs> 'Cause I don't because I don't think the average player, like as much as we talk about, you know, knowing that it's a bra- that it's a fifty fifty bet on, on the uh when you're backing up your bet on the pass line or the don't pass, like most people i don't think really think about that right like we are highly anybody who listens to the show is probably or a highly informed gambler like way more informed than the average person and it's funny cuz i you know i have said many times i am a unabashed low roller but as and and even like don't particularly know the rules as well as maybe i should or, or you know i don't know the math as well as i should but i at least understand which bet is better than other bets, (laughs) right? And I think most people probably don't even understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why you get things like 6-5 where people sit down at 6-5 and, like, don't even understand that it's worse than 3-2 at blackjack. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it. My guess is that they are hoping that it means that most people don't put anything on on the backup like don't put any odds bet at all and just say well whatever you know if i have to put five times i'll just put nothing which is unfortunately probably the case if i had to guess <laughs> right
1: i mean if you think about it if you're a player with an infinite bankroll like it doesn't matter to the at all to the casino what their odds are it could be zero times odds or it could be a million times odds and it doesn't affect their bottom line because odds is an even money bet
0: it right, just in affects the long haul.
1: yeah in the right in the long run. Well, I mean it's yeah, mathematically it's an even money bet. It just affects if you come in with $200 and you're putting a bunch of money on odds. Like it's a, it's more likely that you're going to win money than if you come in with $200 and make a pass line bet and place the 6 and the 8 and buy the 10 and make a comeback or whatever. Right, Cuz all those bets they're not even money right. bets.
0: Yeah, so by putting a ton of money on the odds you are bringing down your total house edge for all the money that you have on the table. Correct. Uh, because that is a break-even bet, and everything else on the table is not a break-even bet. So, so initially, you know, when we were talking about this, I was sort of like, is the casino neutral on this? Like, It feels like they shouldn't be because right. it's bringing down your house edge.
1: But really, in the long run, like they probably are. In, in terms of how much money they make right. on a seven out – well, in terms of how much money they make in the long run – like they're just making whatever their percentages on the pass line bet, right? So I mean, to, it's like the odds
0: don't exist. So it's sort of like annoyingly, this sort of feels like it can't lose for the casino because, like, in the ideal, well, they lose if, if people are like "fuck this" and go play somewhere else. That's the right. only way they lose with this. They win if you. They want you to make other bets instead of the odds bet, right? They win if you decide. They they don't care at all if you decide to bet no odds. They win if you are like, oh, well, I'll just put more money in the pass line or I'll put more money anywhere else. Uh, and then they're totally happy about, I'm sure, about the dealers not having to deal with a bunch of different bets. Like basically if you have odds, it's this amount that you don't have right. to worry about all this other, you know, making sure that somebody has two times or two and a half times or whatever crazy crap I'm doing. Uh, so it's interesting. I hope it does not catch on, because to me, like, I like reducing my overall house edge, but I don't like betting
1: so much that That you don't like max odds.
0: Right, just because, you know... and I I, I gotcha. And I'm sure there's somebody out there who's going to say, like, you should be putting max odds, because the math says in the long run it's in your favor, but, you know, even more than making the house edge as small as possible...
1: I know, you like reducing your outflow of money.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, the most important thing you should be doing while gambling is... Gambling within your comfort zone and like so, okay, never so, have more so, money out there than you're comfortable with.
1: Would you ever play single bet video poker instead of like five, you know, five bet quarters? Or would you play like one bet, $1 instead of five bet quarters? Cause the only way so. it matters at all is if you get a Royal, right? Yeah. But I still don't think so. Hmm because it's kind of the same thing, right? I mean, it's not quite as
0: swingy as that, but yeah, and that's the, and that's the reason as I play, so when I first started out, I ser- I would like I would I would even, you know, <laughs> you know, I was bringing so little money to the casino that I would even if it was just doing bet a bad just bet a quarter at a time and just sit there and get drinks and be like whatever, I'll just bet my stupid quarter and lose. Um but now I think knowing that the swings aren't that big, I think I would even just be like, well, whatever, I'll just if the only option is one dollar or whatever i'd probably just slow play max betting at a dollar machine like five dollars a spin is like it's more than i want to play but i would play it like I, i'm not completely averse
1: to it i haven't seen it i've played it before it's rare you, you would take like 45 seconds between spins. sure though. i know you that's uh, That actually sounds fun to me. <laughs> no, it's terrible. <laughs> just
0: hang out, talk, play, uh, make some small talk, annoy you while you're trying to, you know, play a hundred hands a minute. It's perfect. <laughs> Get
1: a drink every couple minutes. It's awesome. All right. Just speaking of, of craps, Bally's has a hundred times odds on at least one craps table, according to Joe of the Everything AC Group. Yes. The founder of the Everything AC Group, correct? correct. Yeah. And he posted a picture, so we know that to be true uh well, they 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 used to always have 100 times in wild Wild west right
0: right and i think he's even a five dollar table at wild, wild west mm-hmm. with 100 times odds um i'm assuming yes. it's a 10 it definitely th- it's, i'm assuming it's typically a 10 dollar table at bally's because that's usually their limits right. um and and going back also to the five times things like five dollar table sure i'll play five do- five times i don't care like whatever 25 bucks who cares uh anyways 100 times odds does this make you want to go to bally's because i know we've talked about uh how much we are not fans of park place as a casino uh
1: i mean the likelihood i go over five times (laughs) odds is pretty low anyway right so i mean i'm a a little like you i guess (laughs) in that i won't take infinite odds if they're offered so we're all Craig's at some point all of us will stop taking odds eventually yeah we all have a limit Um, yeah i mean mine is just a bit higher than yours but it's certainly lower than 100 times right i mean
0: this is this is great for for people you know especially if it's a 10 dollars table this is great for people who are totally fine putting 10 times plus uh to back up their bet because it gives them the option it gives them a ton of flexibility so it's like the opposite right of the (laughs) of the uh hard rock and an ocean no split and an ocean again it's only high limit um as far as we know so uh, it's it's a cool thing, but again, like, doesn't really make me want to go to Park Place because it doesn't affect me at all. Like, even three, four, five, like that change down to three, four, five that, at Borgata that some people were pissed about instead of full five times, like that doesn't affect me because I'm not even playing three, four, five most of the time. So,
1: I usually play full five times. Yeah, if that's what's offered.
0: So for you, <laughs> affected at least on a ten dollar table or below. Um, so that's where you and I start to diverge.
1: If it was a twenty-five-dollar table or something, I would. I would not.
0: Right. Uh, so that's the craps talk. There are a couple openings, I think. Well, I th- I'm not sure. One, we don't even know when it opened. It was talked about opening last summer, and
1: I don't think that ever happened. Oh. But Bungalow Beer Garden opened in March. Okay, it was. It opened right after I left for my trip in March. Uh. So it looks super cool. I thought it looked awesome. I want to go... I'll go get a drink in August. Yeah. Over there. Oh, so you, you just walked by it for the first time this trip, right? Yes. Yeah, it's
0: right next to Trout. It's like right no, next it looks, to... It. It,
1: does, it does look very nice, but I think we talked about it actually when it opened, but it was a while ago. But uh, it is open. It looks sweet.
0: Well, there's another beer garden, I thought, somewhere else that is not the same as this one.
1: Uh, am, I, am I totally wrong I think about they're that? going to be opening a beer garden eventually. Okay. All right. But... I don't think there's another one, as far as I know. Anyways, uh, looks cool. Wanna go?
0: We should get a drink there. Sit outside.
1: Yeah, I think they were talking about opening a beer garden up near, uh, Piccolilly and an Irish pub, but I don't believe that there is another one open now. But, uh, yes, also, this is much more up your alley than mine, but Starcade opened at Showboat on June 30th, which is a retro arcade with a bunch of old games, uh, there was no game po- list posted, but you looked at the picture, I guess, and saw Miss Pac Man, is that correct?
0: Yes, my favorite video game of all time, Miss Pac Man. Um, only if it has the speed up chip in it. Slow Miss Pac Man's the worst. There may be like three people who know what I'm talking about. But uh, one of my favorite things to do, and one of the only bars I go to regularly, is Barcade uh, in Manhattan. There are multiple barcades in Manhattan, but just uh you know i like retro arcade games i like it more when there's really good beer list, which is the big advantage of arcade i'm assuming this arcade doesn't even have beer at least as far as i've seen uh i would like to see a game list and it definitely is just a bunch of old arcade games and pinball machines out on the casino floor next to the mr cashman signs that still have not been removed at the showboat so i don't know if that would just be depressing because i'd be playing like you know centipede or whatever and thinking like i could be playing mr cashman instead (laughs) uh but i don't know i mean uh, i would go i guess if it's cheap and you know it is fairly cheap it's 12 bucks for an hour uh 40 all day it's open 9 a.m to midnight weekdays and it's open until 2 a.m on friday and saturday uh you know we have been vocally very negative about the showboat that's right does this give you a reason to go do you want to Absolutely go play not you don't want to go play some like double dragon or it's whatever It's a ripoff
1: if... man like here's the thing right like these old 80s arcade games so good they are good but <laughs> if you put a quarter in one like you're playing for at least 10 minutes right oh like unless you're suck have, right did you ever play any like metal slug games
0: there are games uh, that are just
1: quarter munchers that are only there okay, sure. for you to be like
0: plink 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 in, in 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 but if
1: you're playing pac-man or dig dug or sure. Whatever you should be, you should be on it for a while. Or even like Simpsons, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like you can play that for quite a long time on your quarter. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a quarter muncher for sure. Like that, you're not getting very much bang for your bucket at the
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, I,
1: I disagree, but
0: uh, maybe it was better at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You get to that one water level where you're on the whatever jet skis, I'm getting your ass kicked. <laughs>
1: um, I've beaten that game. Like the Nintendo NES game, oh where you get to the water level with like the electric shots yeah. and it's impossible i've never gotten past it's that horrible. level in my
0: life <laughs> uh yeah it's i i'll say i would check it out but just like i'm never gonna spend an hour of my ac time on that no. like w- without like
1: 12 dollars an hour is a little rich I, I think that's
0: fine i think that's a
1: fine price i mean even if you're like not good at a game like maybe you only get five minutes for your quarter or whatever if you're playing tapper or something so like, it's still
0: so where the value is to me is in the pinball because pin, sure, pinball can be very, very quick if you're bad. Spe- so, like, <laughs> if you don't know a machine. And so having unlimited time on a pinball machine, like, makes all the difference in the world. Like, not worrying about just, like, having a really short ball that, like, you know, you've spent three quarters and you're done in a minute. Like, that is a big difference. Because there is a pinball arcade right next to my office. And, like, I'll go there and spend, I think it's more than $12 an hour. It's probably, like, 15 bucks an hour and just be like, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, go play
1: for an hour i just think it's kind of a rip-off but i don't know yeah. then again there's a million dave and busters around and they're also a rip-off so what do i know
0: and they don't have miss pac-man
1: they don't they have
0: a bunch of games you can play on your cell phone yeah. but that spit out tickets instead <laughs> of you know right being free yeah, they have Skiball.
1: they have daytona usa
0: i do like skee-ball a lot um which again I the love slot machine. I love skee ball. I never go to like the playcade in Atlantic City. And play oh, we should ball. totally go one day. Oh, we should go to the playcade. I love. I, I enjoy some skee ball too. Oh man, we should bet on skee ball against each when other. When
1: I was a, when I was a kid, me and my dad would always go play skee ball in the arcades. Where if you get like two fifty or something, you get the next game free. And if you get four hundred, like everybody gets the next game free or whatever. That's awesome. It was a good time. I love skee ball. We yes. should go. We should go play some group skiball, All right. Anyway, too expensive. But speaking of both beer gardens and us being down on Showboat, I had quite a chuckle last time we were there, as we were walking by the pier AC, which was in an incredibly heavily trafficked area now, and it just looked like a dump. Is it even open? I didn't even notice. No, it was it's not open. open anymore. It's literally like a place that bart blatstein was putting trash it looked like
0: <laughs> awesome so like literally I mean,
1: a dump yes an actual dump yeah you weren't just saying literally as like hyperbole no no no, no. It, i didn't mean it figuratively yeah. i mean it looked like a literal amazing place where trash was being kept.
0: interesting yeah i didn't even look i didn't even turn my head to look at it probably walked uh-huh. past it six times I didn't, even, I didn't
1: even look so bad disappointing use your space wisely so, people showboat is terrible I have not been impressed with Bart Platts team. <laughs> yeah, something's got to happen. All right. So I think the last thing we want to talk about tonight is just a little bit about how Hard Rock and Ocean change the landscape of Atlantic City for us and what changes it's going to mean for where me and you play, Craig. So what are you thinking? Where do you want to put your play in in our next trip in three weeks? So I don't, I mean, I'm, so I'm saying at hard rock, so I will put in play at
0: hard rock. I think, um, unless I go and I just totally, what if there's a
1: four hour line to get a
0: card? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't imagine there would be, they have a 24 hour desk. So somebody in the everything AC group said they just went at four in the morning and got their card. Uh, I won't do that, but I could potentially email the host who reached out to me and be like, have my card ready when I get there. <laughs> Um and then he'll be like, We see that you're sitting at a twenty five cent video poker machine, one of our four video poker machines in the entire property, and we're gonna have to kindly ask you to give up your room. <laughs> <laughs> uh so I so I was totally before Hard Rock opened, I was like, I am
1: ready. So to... let's just let's just pretend that you're staying in like an Airbnb or something. Like where would you play the stroke? So so as I was saying before
0: I was so really interrupted Kyle. I was ready to totally give all my play. So as Hard Rock. I was saying okay. So, go with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was totally expecting to switch to Hard Rock and be like screw Caesars on off of it let's go to Hard Rock and put all my play in there. Um and I don't know if it was just that Hard Rock was so insanely crowded or if it was that it wasn't what I was hoping for which was like a bigger version of Hard Rock Vegas. Uh Or if it was just that, like, I went back to Ocean and was like, oh, man, now I remember just how good Rebel was. But I am totally all in on Ocean, and if they are even remotely generous with comps, you know, for either of us, because I can smooch off you most of the time, Uh I could see myself giving, like, a huge percentage of my play. Basically, like, any play that was at TR— Total wars properties like shifting that to ocean which still like that's not gonna get me that much
1: so you're talking about mooching off me and just something i've been thinking about a bit and i haven't fully fleshed out my thoughts yet but my last few trips like two or three specifically and kind of more generally the last couple years i feel like you know i don't get gambling that often but i just feel like i've been getting killed every time i go and Uh. i don't think it's necessarily because of the way I'm betting or how I'm playing or whatever. I think it's just been like multiple standard deviations away from what I should expect. But at some point when you have enough like for me like four digit losses on trips in a row, like it starts to make me be like, this is dumb. Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. And like honestly it starts to heavily annoy my wife. So I I know it's just random variance like it really is like my ev for the last few trips has not been especially high or like especially high for the casino i don't think like when you look at my actual loss and my expected trip loss like they've been drastically apart but it's just been something that's been frustrating for me sure so how does that affect your comp decision well, I just brought it up because you said you were going to mooch off me, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm going to step it back. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. I know it's luck, but it doesn't make it better when I feel like I'm losing more money than I want to each trip. Sure. Yeah. So how does that affect my comp decision? <laughs> yeah. How does that affect your comp decision? <laughs> well, I don't know. Kind of independent of that which, like I said, I haven't exactly mulled out what what the solution's going to be. It'd be interesting to to hear from listeners if they have any ideas or... I mean, again, I know it's luck, but it it doesn't necessarily change any of the facts for me. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a few options for me. One of the more interesting ones is me wondering if I... Started gambling now a little more at Borgata. If I could start to get some comps there, that's wow! That's totally off the board. That was not the yeah. Direction that that I was something you weren't even considering, all. right? Oh but no, not even. There's, a, a, little there's bit. a few upsides to Borgata, I think. Right? One is if I ever go to Vegas again, which who knows if that's going to happen or not. Twenty twenty three will be obviously. There's a million properties there. Right. Another okay. one is that there's an MGM property 20 minutes from my house. True. Um, and the third one is I think there's going to be a glut of rooms available, especially once the summer's over. I, I'd say, honestly, in like a month, a month and a half, there's just going to be this glut of rooms in the market. And I think there's going to be a lot of free rooms to be had everywhere. I mean, to me, I think that's more of an, an argument to for me to not bone Caesars on my next trip if I end up staying at a Caesars property. Because I, I think, think it's... Think that there is a realistic chance that you'll be able to get back into their good graces because things are going to be so bad for them. I, I think, I mean, with three properties, I think it's going to be free room bonanza
0: at Caesars as soon as Labor Day's over. I can't imagine it won't be.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but I mean, Caesars has been... I haven't gotten nearly as much as I used to from them recently, so... I mean, I'm still getting, like, all weekday comps during the week. And I think I have Fridays at, at Bally's for the summer. But I don't get any Saturdays anymore. Um, I don't get Fridays even at, at Harrah's or Caesars especially. I don't get Fridays. I don't even get weekdays at Caesars, it seems like, for the most mm-hmm. part. I get 39 and $49 rates.
0: Yeah, I, I'm getting pretty low rates at Caesars. Yeah, weirdly, at Caesars, I'm getting pretty low rates weekdays i'm getting free most nights at Bally most weeknights at Bally, switch so you know you say get back in their good graces but i think that's better than i've usually gotten in the summer at, at Caesars <sighs> properties so uh yeah i don't think i'm like you know in their you know blacklist of the worst diamond players but uh you know maybe after this next trip because <laughs> i have a feeling i'm not going to play much at caesar's uh what so what other what are your other options? You said that's one of your options and one of your more interesting ones, Borgata.
1: Um I think that's that's one. Ocean, of course, is another one because the room product is so good. Um I mean it's just a beautiful property. It'd be a great place to stay. And there's
0: the potential that they're gonna be very generous. Right. Also the potential that hard
1: rock's gonna be very generous. Yeah. Uh I don't know what I'm going to do with hard rock. I think that there's some, I mean, we'll see how this next trip goes, but there's some possibility in my mind that like, maybe I just shouldn't play at hard rock or if I do, I should do it off card or on your card or whatever.
0: Yeah. Part of me, like I, you know, I left sort of thinking like, oh, hard rock wasn't as like n- nailing my wants and needs, which I thought it would. I definitely thought Hard Rock was, like, completely out of your wheelhouse and, like, not what you would want. Like, (laughs) uh, you know, I would would have guessed if you had to pick between Hard Rock and resorts, even, I would have guessed you would say, like, I'll just play with resorts and get my rooms at resorts.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. But, I mean, I hear the room product is quite nice there. Sure. And I haven't really played there, so I don't know yet. I mean, we talked about it last episode, but I love Hard Rock Las Vegas. But Hard yeah. Rock AC is a totally different property. so Much brighter, much bigger. Uh, so you mentioned the rooms.
0: And we, I said last time I was really hoping the rooms would be very, like, Hard Rocked out with memorabilia and everything. Almost like the Planet Hollywood treatment before they renovated the rooms in Planet Hollywood in Vegas uh, and, and sort of de-Hollywooded the rooms. They're not Hard Rocked out. Like, they look like... At least the updated rooms in the older tower uh, look like they could be at any hotel, but the right. art is is rock themed art. Um, at least that's what I mean we they're saw nice. From... Yeah, they're very nice rooms. They're perfect. But it nice doesn't rooms. look
1: like hard rock, look like Las Vegas.
0: Right. There's not like you know you're not gonna walk in and see like a glass enclosed Elvis costume or something in the rooms. So it's just not what it is. It's they look like hotel rooms. Right. I mean, it's not even like Planet Hollywood Vegas, right? No, no, not even close. And, and Planet Hollywood has totally de-themed their rooms also recently. So maybe it's more like what the new Planet Hollywood is, unless mm. like the like. Planet Hollywood used to be every room had like a movie theme, and you'd go and you'd be like the Wayne's World room that had some artifact from Wayne's World in the coffee table or whatever. Like that's not the way hard, that Planet Hollywood is anymore. I've actually
1: never never stayed at PH. Um, I, I actually love the property.
0: I, I am mean, yeah, I'm a big PH fan. I think like the casino floor I really like, which is, I think is sort of similar to what I was hoping Hard Rock would be, in AC. But no, in a weird I like, way, I like f- Planet Hollywood way better. I think that's it hard feels. Rock AC ocean kind of feels more like planet Hollywood to me than false ocean is Aria
1: end of discussion.
0: Eh, I don't know. You get the like Royal jelly and you get and the like hanging, whatever the hanging things over the casino floor are very Planet Hollywood to me. But
1: anyways, I walk into ocean and I'm like, I am standing in the Aria. It's, it's, it's nicer. Hot take. Uh-huh. Aria Ari is a nice property too. I've actually never stayed there either.
0: So. Aria feels very sterile to me. But, anyways, what's your what are your other options?
1: I, I mean, Trop is just seems like they're gonna give me free rooms forever, so it's appreciated. They've got it's, the, a, it's a nice property. Gambling got the ownership sucks. change though. Yeah, I mean, I, I know when we talked about it, I said that you know I, I'm normally when they try to give good news during something like that, I, I'll believe it when I see it. But even the bad news they gave during their like the ownership press conference where they said they're going to be much less giving of comps. I'll believe it when I see it, I think that this is not the winner to try to hold back on comps in Atlantic city. Yeah. I mean, I I know originally you had said like, you actually do
0: believe it when people say on a conference call, like, Hey, we're screwing you over. But I don't believe it in this specific case. You know, I feel like they are doing so well right now. And and in an ecosystem where there's two new casinos, a ton of new rooms, you've got this enormous property and just an unbelievable amount of room inventory. Yeah, with, it's you've such just a big added property. the Chelsea Tower and the Annex. Like to 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 be like we're, we'll operate at forty percent capacity on a weeknight. Like that's just such a bad
1: idea. Like I can't imagine, right. That that, I mean, you can do it. You can shut down whole towers, and yeah. they, they probably will in the off season shut down a couple towers. But sure, we saw that certainly in the in the recession. You know, the water right. club even wasn't yeah, open water on, club on
0: weeknights is, and
1: yeah, closed on weeknights in the off season. So
0: yeah, it just seems like, but it seems I like think the, I think
1: the ocean tower is also usually closed in the off season, at, at least during the week, as far as I know, in Caesars. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't
0: know that. I um, think so. Yeah, I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see with them, you know. I, I keep feeling like I need to get out of the TR ecosystem, but then I think like, like when I actually type out what my gambling is, it's like I'm not going to get good offers anywhere for this, right? So like, Troph, right? Like Troph is the only place that's like that generous to low rollers right now. So Resorts is fairly generous too. Yeah, I mean, and I do really, but like they're resorts. not. Even, even they're not generous to me like Troph is um i mean and i think and maybe if we're gonna get strategic about it like one of us should gamble on the other one's card at at
1: ocean and one of yeah. us should gamble on the other one's i card should, I at should hard rock. gamble on your card at hard rock and you should gamble on mine at ocean probably yeah, and,
0: and basically like as we'll never as far as either of those other casinos are concerned like we don't exist like, right. like, I don't exist at Ocean. You don't exist at Hard Rock. We'll deal with our comps. Like, you know, and that, and the advantage of that is, you know, if I am getting at least reasonable room rates by myself, then you know, if I'm going with just my wife, I can at least take her to a decent room at Hard Rock for a reasonable price. You can go to Ocean and get an amazing room <laughs> at hopefully a good price at uh, at Ocean. So. Um I you know, there certainly are advantages to that and even like you know, like Paul, my brother staying at Borgata, like there's no reason for me to put my yeah, home my my life card, card in a machine at Borgata. It makes no sense. Um and, so, and he I think he's said the same thing about Hard Rock. Like there's really not that much reason for him to play on his own card at Hard Rock unless he's totally blown away by the property um and i think and i think he's already he, even he won't be i don't
1: think yeah sight unseen he'll I be think. more impressed with ocean i think than
0: hard rock yeah i could yeah i could totally see him being on board with ocean um and i and he sight unseen i think has said the same so uh yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see it, uh, the the other thing is just you know the other option that we haven't discussed as we talk about strategizing is just throwing all strategy out of the window and saying like look we're going to play
1: where we want to play. We're going to casino hop where we want to casino that's, hop and give us I, what you're going to give us. And that's really what I think we should do. It's That's how we've lived our lives, our whole gambling career, right? It's always worked out. There's always been plenty of free rooms to be had. Yeah, and I, and I think... There's not going to be fewer free rooms in the future
0: until casinos close again. <laughs> right. and And there is a weird thing of, you know, feeling like you don't owe... A place, any kind of play Is a nice feeling
1: Yeah, right? let's just do what we want to do
0: I mean, there was even, because there was even a thought And I know there are people out there who are, you know Comp optimizers Who are like, oh my god, you're just like There's simple things that you just aren't even doing Which is like, sure,
1: that's true, it's absolutely undeniably true So I don't know if you were standing there But the time we met Daryl McEwen And he was even talking about how He just goes and Collects his offers quite a bit from the casinos And just gives them no play other than going to get his free slot play or whatever Mm -hmm. and how he was talking to his host or whatever. And his host is like, you know, we would give you way better offers if you just didn't do that. But he's like, you know, that's what I like doing. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and that's the big thing. Like your job, your job, your goal as a casino goer is to maximize your enjoyment. And there have certainly been times where I've stayed, in a free room at Caesars, I would say, especially since the diamond upgrade. So anybody who's saying like, what is Caesars getting out of the founders club? Not that I'm in founders club, but similar thing, getting an upgrade for, for less than you would get by gambling. Um, I certainly, even last trip, I stayed up later than I would have playing at Caesars, earning tier credits. I still earned a paltry amount of tier credits compared to what anybody with diamond status should ever earn. But Caesars got more, ADT for me, not more money because I didn't lose, but, but certainly more ADT for me than they would have gotten if I was just like, screw it, give me what you're gonna give me. I'm gonna play where I want to play and maximize my enjoyment. But uh and 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 I was even thinking like the Hyatt deal where you can you know transfer. Seventy five plus six thousand. Yeah. And then now they actually do have just sheer points, so you can do like whatever Go it is, 100, 125 uh, is that what it is? Or twelve? No, twelve thousand points, just straight up. No, no mm-hmm. cash on the side. Oh, that's
1: twelve thousand. That's not bad.
0: No, it's not bad at all. It's a good deal if you have the points. I don't have the points right now, but um, <sighs> you used all your URs. Yeah, we on an Ireland trip. But the advantage of that is that it's disconnected from your comps, right? So you can just go pl- have that room and not feel obligated to play at all, and just play wherever you want. So like when you're considering this whole comp thing if there are cheap rooms and that you're fine with don't be like well i can pay a hundred whatever hundred something dollars in points to be at ocean an amazing room or i can get a free room at valleys where i'm going to feel obligated to play um, and get you know 200 tier credits or whatever 500 tier credits or more Um, although don't do that don't don't feel obligated to give Bally's five hundred zero credits. <laughs> You'll get a room for way less than that. I went to Bally's and got my free slot play and left. That was nice. my, that's <laughs> how you do of my transaction with Bob, Bally's last trip. Um, yeah, you know, just think about your value. Like, think about what your maximum, like, utilization or whatever the word is that you always use. <laughs> right? Like, what, what, yeah, you're, what you're feeling the best value U- is. Utility? Yes, util- utility. Yes. Yes,
1: that's the uh, economics. I agree. And, so, and I think
0: I'm. Yeah. I I think I'm horribly bad at that. Like, cause we've and we've talked about that. Like the comp yeah. that seeing that zero dollars or that comp in the calendar is so so tempting. And 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 I when I thought more about it, I was even like, should I stay instead of staying Thursday in a CET property for free? Should I pay one twenty five or whatever to stay at Showboat? Which I know like sounds terrible, right? Like Showboat, uh, we've certainly talked shit about it. I know I like the rooms cause they're the showboat rooms showboat back when it was CT puts you right in between hard rock and ocean. <laughs> so like the, the room move is not bad where I want to spend most of my time. You're right there. So it's just a question of like, is the $125 value of being totally, and it's a non casino property. So you owe them nothing, right? Like you, you don't feel any obligation to play anywhere uh, on that which is nice. I don't think it's worth, I don't think it's worth $125 difference, especially because I'm at a point where I don't particularly care if CET just cuts me off, like whatever I'll, I can pay for a room somewhere else if I have to. Uh, But it, it, I mean, it was interesting, just an interesting thought exercise of like, what is the value to me of being free of this sense of like, well, I need to make sure I still have that, you know, app option in my back pocket.
1: Then again, you are a notorious overanalyzer, so Am I? I'm sure you'll just be churning it over in your head two weeks from now.
0: Why would you say I'm a, a notorious overanalyzer?
1: I, I feel like you are. <laughs> it's just like your your eight circles you do of the casino before you do anything every time you go in. And <laughs> oh man.
0: We'll talk about this
1: after the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you offended? Not at all. But I have anecdotes that I don't want to get into here. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, speaking of after the show, if you want to join us, do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. You can find all of our great content, which is our podcast at do for dot com. Uh, you can find our podcast on iTunes, social, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, do for a win dot com. And definitely not YouTube. Uh, you can reach out to Craig at Twitter. On Twitter at do for a win or send them questions at doforawin.gmail.com. You have any last words, Craig? Follow our Instagram, also do for a win. Oh yeah. Do for a win on Instagram. It's good. I do have something I Free I want content. to talk about a bit. So if you thought you were getting out of this easy, it's probably another five minute conversation. But I thought I was done. I've been thinking a lot about the Facebook group. And how and... awesome it is.
0: Huh? And how awesome it is.
1: Yeah. And You know, it's definitely something that's grown a lot. There's probably like 1,500 people in it now. But I feel like the content isn't what it used to be. And I think I said this in episode 50 as well, right, is one of my big regrets. And I've been considering for a while, maybe, you know, if I talk to you about it, Craig, since you certainly have a 50% share in the say of this, but uh, maybe making it, Uh, on basically approval mode where new posts have to be approved by an admin to make it on the page and what that would do to the group. Because, you know, sometimes I look at it and there's a lot of posts from news organizations trying to drive traffic to their website. And I don't like that. And there's a lot of posts that are just frankly something I don't care about. And I don't think most of the listeners of the podcast would care about either about, you know I'm going to Atlantic City in October. I'm really excited or whatever, right that don't add anything to to the discussion and I don't know it's something I've been thinking about, and I'd like to hear input from you guys what you think if if we did that, I think we'd have to add a couple more admins because I'm certainly not on Facebook very much, and I don't think you are either, so I'd want to make it so that there's not a huge delay in getting posts up if you post something, but I don't know what do you think, Craig? So I
0: actually have a counterpoint to that. And, okay. I, and and if people want that i'm totally on board with it if people want a more like focused group i'm totally fine with that let us know and and i have no problem with going in that direction but i think the issue is that the way you are hoping the group will be is not the way people use facebook and uh-huh. and to me like people don't separate like i'm in this group versus like, their personal Facebook page. So they so when somebody posts, I'm excited to be going into Atlantic City in October, it's that they're excited about it and they're excited to share it with a bunch of people who they know like Atlantic City, even if it doesn't really add anything. Or, like, if you post a picture of yourself in your room at Harrah's um, just because you're excited and you're like, hey, look, I'm in AC. Just to kind of, Like, that's how people use Facebook. And so even uh-huh. though, you, though you sort of think, like, that's not what the group is for that's maybe what like your personal page is for like the average person doesn't separate out the group from the facebook use if anything they sort of think hey this is how facebook is used and now i have this extra you know niche place to share this where everybody cares about atlantic city um Uh so so i'd be a little concerned about diminishing about basically saying like hey, we know you're excited about AC and you want to post a picture of yourself in front of, you know, the Golden Nugget or you want to say how you're going to AC in three months, but you're not actually asking any questions. Are we even,
1: gonna or we going to
0: post... Or adding anything. Seven links to your articles in a week. Well, that's a, different, that's, that's a different issue entirely. But I'd be very worried about, say, like sort of shutting off people's excitement about Atlantic City. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think like, you know... Links to articles about, you know, certainly about, you know, like murders in Atlantic City or whatever. I don't know if
1: we've had that. But... Oh, oh, we have. Like that stuff. That, is That not... person has now been kicked from the group for the second time. <laughs> because uh, the lesson was not learned the first time.
0: But I think that's a separate issue than people who are just posting their just general excitement that "quote unquote" like doesn't add anything. So so here's,
1: here's the thing, Craig, and it could be, I mean, there are two ways to look at it, right? And I think you're looking at it the way of, you know, this group is for people on Facebook who are excited about Atlantic city and they want to share that. Right. And I think that's fine. But to me, the Facebook group is about the listeners of the podcast and what they want. And I think these people that are posting stuff that I personally find irrelevant for the most part are not listeners of the podcast. So, I mean, this is an ongoing problem, I think for anybody, Um, certainly the 500 group,
0: like anytime they post an episode, like anytime Tim Dressen posts an episode, a bunch of people respond with like, oh, there's a podcast. It's like, yes. What do you think 500 by midnight is? Uh, And that's an issue. And, but I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a question. And and, uh, I think democratizing this is probably the way to do it. Like, do people who are listeners of the podcast and that's why we're talking about here and not like posting a poll in the Facebook group do people who are listeners of the show want the Facebook group to be for listeners of the show or do they want a general AC place to talk about Atlantic city stuff?
1: Uh, I mean, just, just for me. And like the thing that gets me is like when I log into Facebook and I see like, you know, I'm, I'm a member of a few groups like, anytime I see that there's, like, 15 posts in a group, I'm just like, ah, come on, man. That's it's a lot to put on me. doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that gets me, and that's what I'm trying to prevent. Like, it makes me feel, like, burnt out after I'm done going through, like, all the old posts, especially of, of groups that update a lot, especially when I feel that it's low-quality content.
0: Yeah, I mean, so part of this totally separate issue, part of my problem with with the that issue that I guess would be fixed by basically pruning the group a bit. (laughs) And I think if you're basically going to say like, we're going to mute, like not kick out, but like not approve posts that are not relevant and effectively Uh what you're saying are not listeners. Like you're going to have basically silence a thousand people in the group. Uh, I, I think part of the blame is, is on Facebook's algorithm for what they post as top posts, because I think that, I, I miss things frequently that I'm like this is this is interesting. Like, why did I never see this? Because when I go to the group, whatever they've decided has floated to the top. Like, is not necessarily the most relevant or interesting thing, or even okay. the most discussed thing necessarily, which is the most ridiculous thing. Uh, so so that's part of the problem, and I guess there's a question. I mean, not to get totally into. The sort of tech project management thing which is something we both do (laughs) of like how to deal with that but like you know how how do you do you try to solve for that as like the end user or do you just say like this is the platform we're on and you know we're going to deal with the consequences of that and not you know piss people off just to just because it's a flawed system
1: yeah, I mean, for me, I just think that the group was like a very special place early on in its existence. And I feel like it's less so now, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, it just depends. Do you think it should be for general population or do you think it should be for listeners to the podcast first and foremost?
0: Yeah, I don't, and I don't know what the answer to that is. Like I and and not only so. So my I think you have a clear preference. My preference is whatever the audience prefers. And, yeah. and I say that – and I mean the audience, like not necessarily the Facebook group. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, so I'd be interested to hear what the response to that is. And I'm sorry if we've you know, totally offended anybody who yeah. is both in the audience and in the Facebook group and maybe feels like they're not
1: <laughs> – They were listening to the they're, podcast. Feeling their, like they're targeted like just, or something. Figured out I was going to Atlantic City in February of 2019! Exclamation point! But hadn't hit submit yet.
0: Backspace, backspace,
1: backspace.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that's that's sort of. I'm interested to hear what the feedback is on that. You know, the response to that is to have the Patreon exclusive discussion group where only people who PayPal us some dollars are
1: allowed to speak. (laughs) Right. Well, I actually a long time ago for like three episodes I made a do for a win reddit and posted links to like two or three episodes and then I stopped doing it because I was going to talk about it maybe if I wanted to to try to recreate the magic but I never did where should people let us know what they think in the Facebook group <laughs> yeah sure we can have a discussion about it in the Facebook group and if you're on the fence I'm willing to bribe you by making you an admin so <laughs> you wow. you know Mike C, Joe A, Mark C, just admins. That's a good point. I can do it. Yeah. Are
0: there weighted votes based on... <laughs> 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 do the, to the people that we've mentioned in the show before get, get extra weight. Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> I mean, but the people we mentioned, I feel like, are, are high-quality contributors. Sure, that's why they get mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, should we wrap this thing up
0: now that yeah. we've shit on all our listeners who... I- are dutifully I think so. posting in the Facebook group and are all excited about Atlantic City and now they're like, oh, no, I don't even want to go to Atlantic <laughs> City guys or listen that. to the Do For Win
1: podcast. <laughs> well, I don't know. This is something that's been rolling over in my mind for the last 25 episodes since I last complained about the Facebook group in episode 50. So figured it was a good time to bring it up. And and I would love to hear your comments on, on how the Facebook group provides the most value or, for Craig's sake, the most utility for you. Sure. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you guys probably one more time before our next trip in a couple weeks. Should we actually invite people to Atlantic City with us in a couple in in two weeks or three weeks? Three weeks,
0: under three weeks, right? Like our friends, you mean?
1: Yeah, three weeks exactly.
0: Don't they know about it?
1: I don't know just taylor i don't know anyone ever invites him to anything he was like your your og buddy andy cannot go yeah i know andy can't go
0: i'm assuming dave can't go i have a hockey teammate who's considering it but sweet uh paul but i might be paul is going um i might be kicked off the team by then so who knows (laughs) because you suck (laughs) apparently